Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Everything has been working for good to us because we love him and we are the called according to his purpose. He is still in charge. He hasn't left his throne. He knows what he's doing. And even the stuff that we didn't like from this past week, even that was working together for good to us. And we're just grateful. Come on in. Gather around the computer. Gather around the screen. Gather around your phone. Text your friends and neighbors. Let them know that Mount Calvary is on and live. And it is time to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth we're going to let Psalm 95 call us to worship this morning Psalm 95 beginning at verse 1 and here's what it says oh come let us sing unto the Lord let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms for the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands formed the dry land. Oh come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Psalm 95 verses one through six. Would you join me in prayer? Father, we thank you this morning because you have allowed us to see another day. You have allowed us to go from 2020 into 2021. You've kept us by your grace and your mercy, and we're grateful. We're grateful for last night's lying down, and Lord, we are grateful for this morning's rising. Thank you for the opportunity just to be together, even if virtually. Thank you for the technology that supports it. Thank you for the teams of people that support this. We thank you even in the midst of pandemic, even in the midst of health crisis, you're still God, you're still worthy, and we still give you praise. You've been so good to us. You have been better to us than we deserve. And we're grateful to you. And so while we have breath in our being, while we have breath in our bodies, while we live, we'll forever praise you. We'll always give you the glory because you alone are worthy. Bless this time together today. Speak, Lord, and we will listen and obey. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Would you all join us as the virtual praise team today and let's sing to the Lord I call you holy Lord you are holy you are so holy come on sing with me I call you holy Lord you are holy you are so holy to me I call you holy, Lord, you are holy, holy you are, and holy you'll be. 
Come on, let's sing to our holy God. Sing it again. I call you holy. Lord, you are holy. You are so holy to me. I call you holy. Lord, you are holy. Holy you are and holy you'll be. I call you righteous, Lord, you are righteous, you are so righteous to me. I call you righteous, Lord, you are righteous, righteous you are, and righteous you'll be. Yes. Come on, sing to him. I call you awesome. I call you awesome, Lord, you are awesome. You are so awesome to me. I call you awesome. Lord, you are awesome. Awesome you are and awesome you'll be. Yes. Oh, yeah. Come on, I call you faithful. I call you faithful. Lord, you are faithful. You are so faithful to me. I call you faithful Lord you are faithful faithful you are and faithful you'll be we're standing in 2021 because he's faithful come on I call you healer Lord you are healer you are a healer to me I call you healer Lord you are healer Healer you are, and healer you'll be. Oh, I call you Savior. Lord, you're a Savior. You are a Savior to me. I call you Savior. Lord, you are Savior. Savior you are, and Savior you'll be. Come on, I call you all that. One more. I call you all that. Lord, you are all that. You have been all that to me. I call you all that. Lord, you are all that. All that you are and all that you'll be. been all that to me I call you all that Lord you are all that all that you are and all that you'll be yes, yes I call you faithful Lord you are faithful been faithful to me Clap your hands to him. Yes, you're faithful. You're healer. You're savior. You're all 
you know it's good, just clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Say yes, yes, sing yes, yes, sing yes, sing yes, oh yes, yes, oh I call you faithful. Lord, you are faithful. You have been faithful to me. I call you faithful. Faithful you are and faithful you'll be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. Wherever you are, just open up your mouth and give him some kind of praise. Glory to your name, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. We reverence you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 wonderful Jesus. Come on, tell him how you feel about him. Tell him what you know about him. Who has he been to you? Praise God in the sanctuary. You are the sanctuary. Hallelujah, glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus. We honor you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. What a privilege it is for us to even get to see this first Sunday of a new year. Our loving, gracious, faithful Father has seen fit to allow us to step out of 2020 to be able to worship together here virtually on this first Sunday of 2021. The Lord is faithful. And although the year has changed over, we are still studying what it means to be the church. We are continuing our walk through the book of Acts to discover what the early church looked like. To rediscover the church that Jesus built. And today we continue our study of the 11th chapter of the book of Acts. When we left off, Peter had just had an experience where the Lord freed him from some of his religious prejudices. The Lord sent him to a Gentile's house and while he was preaching, the Holy Spirit fell filled those who were gathered there and they were baptized. Now when word gets back to the mother church at Jerusalem, to the apostles, they wanted to know what was going on. They didn't understand, first of all, why Peter was eating with these Gentiles in the first place. But also they couldn't understand the Lord pouring out his Holy Spirit on those Gentiles who started speaking in tongues and praising God. 
So Peter is there at Jerusalem, having been called on the carpet, as it were, to testify. And he tells them the whole story of the vision that he had about the animals on the sheet descending from heaven and how he went to Cornelius' house with the men that Cornelius had sent and what happened there. And he said, who was I to think that I could stand in the Lord's way? And the Bible says that when they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying, So then, even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. And that brings us up to verse 19 of Acts chapter 11, which is where we will start today. That's our scripture reading from the New International Version of Holy Scripture, Acts chapter 11. Starting at verse 19, and here's what it says. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, spreading the word only among Jews. Some of them, however, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. And verse 21, the Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. Acts chapter 11, verses 19 through 21. <clears throat> if you will bear with me, I want to preach for a little while from this subject dispersed but not discarded dispersed but not discarded <clears throat> I want to preach dispersed but not discarded because I don't know about you but I am grateful that God still uses scattered saints I grew up in Jefferson Township right on Route 4 4860 Germantown Pike I grew up with a father who was a farmer at heart. As a matter of fact, after he graduated from school, from high school in Sumter County, Alabama, he went off to college at Alabama A&M, agricultural and mechanical, because his plan was to be a wealthy farmer. That's what he wanted to be when he grew up. Anyway, he, he landed here in Dayton, Ohio, as a young man fleeing the Jim Crow South. And he left the country for the city, but the country didn't leave him. As a matter of fact, he and my mom and all my siblings lived on a farm in Jefferson Township until she was pregnant with me, and that's when they moved to the house where I grew up. But even though they left the farm behind, there was something, there was still some farmer in my father. As a matter of fact, I cannot remember a time when my dad didn't have some sort of garden at the house. Some of my fondest memories are of tilling the garden with my dad and putting out marigolds around the vegetables to try to keep the animals away from the crops. There's something else I remember about those times, great times. I remember them fondly. One of the things that I remember, one of the things that comes to mind is when we would go down south and somewhere along the side of the road, 
pick up a big old Texas or Alabama watermelon. You know, the kind of watermelon that you don't cut open, you drop it and let it split open. And we would enjoy that watermelon until all that was left was rind and seeds. And my country, farmer on the inside father, would take what was left of the watermelon, the rind and the seeds, the, what looked like waste, and he would pitch it out in the garden area. And sometimes, even without tilling it into the ground, if we just waited for a few months, new watermelon plants would come up and give us a vine with more watermelons on it than we started with. And what started as one watermelon that looked like it was being thrown out, that looked like it was headed for rubbish, actually yielded many watermelons it, 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 just from being thrown out, just from being scattered, if you will, in the right place. And that really reminds me of our text where we are reacquainted with some people that we first met back in chapter 8 of this book. You remember after Stephen was martyred, the Bible says that there was great persecution of the church there at Jerusalem, so much so that, they all, that, that all of these disciples except for the apostles were scattered. They were dispersed. They were driven out to Judea and to Samaria. And when they reappear here in chapter 11, we are given a little more insight into their scattering because they are driven out of their place of comfort. They are scattered from what they know. Uh, they are made to leave their safe place, their place of growth. They are dispersed from the place where they had seen God moved. They are kicked out of the place where they had experienced his miracles. Uh, they are scattered from where they have felt his spirit, from where they have seen him provide, from where they have heard his voice and felt his hand, and now they are scattered, they are dispersed, but they are not just thrown out, they are scattered, they are dispersed, but they are not discarded. They're thrown out, but they're not thrown away, if you will. And I suppose that this is a continuation from a few weeks ago when we, were, when we were introduced to them. I suppose God is not finished speaking to someone under the sound of my voice right now who feels scattered, like you've been thrust out into the unknown, torn away from your comfort zone. Well, this text teaches that although you may have been dispersed, you have not been discarded. God has not thrown you away. He has not abandoned you, but you have been and are being scattered on purpose. And that's really our first stopping point this Sunday morning. That's point number one, the purpose. That's the first thing we see. Verse 19 suggests that there is a purpose behind this scattering of believers. You see, as they traveled, they spread the word among the Jews and told the Greeks the good news about Jesus Christ. I told you before, God used persecution to move his people from where they were to where they needed to be. He allowed mistreatment to motivate his people to move. He allowed what looked like the enemy to press his people out of the huddle and onto the mission field. Because sometimes promotion looks like persecution 
persecution. I told you that before because they were good in Jerusalem. They were all right. They were saved there. They had received the Holy Ghost there. They had experienced healing there. They were fellowshipping with one another there. They were breaking bread from house to house there with gladness and singleness of heart. They were praying together there at Jerusalem. They were sharing with each other at Jerusalem so that nobody had a need that went unmet. Things were good for the disciples there at Jerusalem. For the, for the believers, they were right there in Jerusalem and they were fine. But God had some people in Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch who needed to be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. God had a plan that involved more than just the people in Jerusalem. And so he allowed persecution to motivate his people to move and it was all on purpose. The great Bible commentator Matthew Henry said it like this, the enemy's design was to scatter and lose them, but Christ designed to scatter and use them. The Lord used them in this new space to spread the word and tell the good news about Jesus. Let me point out something about who he used here. Now, I know that in the King James Version, it says preaching. But we have to understand what the word really means here in the original text. There are two words that are used in these few verses because uh, the text is not saying that all of them were preachers or even that God only used preachers to get the word out. The word in verse 19 where it says preaching in the King James Version is not keruso, meaning to herald loudly and publicly as in public oration or what we call preaching. The word there literally means just speaking. And the word used in verse 20 uh, that is translated preaching in the King James Version is euangelizo, from which we get the word evangelize. Again, not necessarily preaching. What's your point, Pastor? Here it is. It's not just the preacher who ought to be sharing the good news. It's everybody. The saints were scattered not so they could wait on the preacher to get there to say something about Jesus, but so that they could share the good news. You don't have to be reverend so-and-so. You you don't have to be bishop anybody to share the good news. You don't have to have a pulpit or a church, a robe or a collar, a hoop or a holler to tell the good news about who Jesus is and what he's done in your life. Back when I was a boy, Charles Fold, y'all remember Charles Fold from up the street and around the corner, he wrote a song that said this, if the Lord's been good to you, you ought to tell it. Why do you think that the Lord allowed you to come through some of the stuff you've been through, some of the stuff where you knew it had to be Jesus who brought you out? Why do you think the Lord let you live through what drove some other people crazy? You've come through what took some other people out. You've seen enough. You've been through enough. You've experienced enough. You've lived through enough to have a story to tell. I've come to tell you this morning, there was some purpose in your pain 
you've got a testimony out of your test there was a reason for your repositioning there was destiny hiding in your disappointment now you know something what now you know something beyond what somebody else told you now you know for yourself that Jesus really is a wonderful savior that Jesus really is a healer that Jesus really is a wonderful counselor the mighty God the everlasting father and the prince of peace now you can tell your story in order to tell the story, the gospel, the good news of who Jesus is and what he's done. All I'm trying to get you to see is that they were scattered on purpose. And not only were they scattered on purpose, I know that you thought that your scattering was the work of the devil, but I got to tell you, you have been scattered on purpose. But not only are we given a glimpse of purpose here, but the text also sheds some light on the power in their scattering. That's number two, the power. It's in the text. Verse 21, look at it. It says, the Lord's hand was with them. That's enough right there. That's the power. That's how we know that even though they were driven from Jerusalem, even though they were scattered from Jerusalem, even though they were dispersed, they had not been discarded because even having been driven out of their familiar place, God's hand was with them. Those who were persecuting them could remove them from Jerusalem, but they couldn't pluck them out of God's hand. Their surroundings changed, but not their security. Their circumstance changed, but not their Savior. And I want to encourage you today, don't think for one moment that just because you're in an unfamiliar place in your life that God's hand isn't with you. Because when you are where you are, according to his purpose, you can rest assured that you're not there without his hand. I quote the psalmist all the time when he said, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you're there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, and if I settle on the far part of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me. God didn't remove his hand from Daniel in the lion's den. He didn't remove his hand from three Hebrew boys in the furnace, and his hand didn't keep them from getting in those places but they couldn't outmove his hand. All saints of God, I'm learning, I'm, I'm learning. Do you hear me? I'm learning that I really don't need man's approval when I've got God's hand. Man's favor is good to have, but if God's hand is with me, I don't need a scheme, I've got his hand. I don't need to fight for position, power, privilege, 
prestige I've got his hand I don't have to worry about my enemies I've got his hand I don't have to try to make stuff happen I've got his hand and listen what the Bible says about his hands I'm almost done Proverbs 21 says the king's heart is in his hand Psalm 95 says his hands form the dry land John 10 says nobody can snatch me out of his hand Psalm 89 says his hand is strong and his arm is endowed with power he told Isaiah my hand laid the foundation of the earth and spread out the heavens Isaiah 41 says he upholds us with his righteous right hand Exodus 15 says his hand shatters the enemy his hand will split the sea and let you walk through on dry land his hand will heal the sick and raise the dead his hand will bring peace in the midst of a storm his hand will raise you up when you're sinking down his hand will take two fish and five loaves and make it enough to feed 5,000 men plus women plus children and have 12 baskets full left over his hand will wipe tears away his hand will bless you when others try to curse you his hand is great isn't it something even when you're scattered to know that God's hand is with you. I don't know if there's anybody there with you right where you are, but if there's somebody there, would you turn to them and tell them, I'm glad God's hand is with me. If you ain't got nobody there, shoot out a text, put it in the message, write it somewhere, type it somewhere, God's hand is with me. I may be scattered, but I've got his hand. I may not feel good, but I've got his hand. I may be sick, but I've got his hand. I may be down right now, but I've got his hand. I may be in an unfamiliar place, but I've got his hand let me let me go on and close I heard Tellus Chapman say it like this it's the same hand that took nothing and made something it's the same hand that took something and made everything I wish I could preach this like I feel it I thank God for his hand it's the same hand that took silicone and oxygen and made dirt that took dirt and made dust that took dust and made a man that took man and made a woman that took woman and man and made all men I thank God for his hands it's the same hand that took helium and hydrogen and made the sun that took the sun and made light that took light and made heat that took heat and made energy I thank God for his hands the Lord has mighty hands it's the same hands that took angiosperm and made a seed that took seed and made a sprout that took a sprout and made brush that took brush and made a bush the same hands that took a bush and made a tree that took a tree and made wood that took wood and made a cross that took a cross and made an altar that took an altar and laid his son to die for your sins and mine and don't you know that on Calvary he died 
to save you and to save me. He was hung up for my hang-ups. But on the third day, after being put in the grave, on the third day, for suffering for my sin, after the third day, the Bible says that he got up, he got up, he got up, and he got up with all power. With all power. With all power. And the power is in his hands. The power is in his hands. His hand is with you. His hand is on you. And as long as you've got his hand, you've got You've got the power. You've got the power. You've got the power. You've got the power. Hallelujah. Scattered and still powerful. Run out and still powerful. Hated and still powerful. Bruised but still powerful mistreated but still powerful they can take your job but they can't take your power they can take your money but they can't take your power they can take your your, your, your reputation but they can't take your power because his hand Let me calm down and finish this out. Mm. The Bible says his hand was with them. That's the power, and those two factors will yield a product. Those two factors. The <clears throat> Listen, let me see if I can explain it. Over the past several weeks, my daughters have been learning remotely from home. And in particular, with my fifth grader, Parker, I have had to reacquaint myself with several concepts in mathematics so that I can better and more effectively help her. And one of the mathematical concepts with which I've become reacquainted is multiplication. You remember multiplication? It is one of four basic operations which gives the result of combining groups of equal sizes. The number of objects in each group is called the multiplicand. And the number of such equal groups is called the multiplier. And the result is called the product. 
In simpler terms, one number times another number equals the product, a result. And what we have here in this text is an example of the same concept where one factor times another factor will give you a product. We've seen the first factor, that's God's purpose. We've seen the second factor, that's God's power. And when you have God's purpose multiplied by God's power, then the product is at the end of verse 21. Here's what it says. A great number believed and turned to the Lord. God used scattered saints, scattered on purpose, scattered with power, who just spread his word, who just shared the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, as a result, a great number believed and turned to the Lord. Because of some scattered saints who were scattered on purpose and scattered with power, there were some people who turned who turned to the Lord whose life was eternally changed because of some scattered saints who were scattered on purpose and scattered with power. There were some people who were turned from a burning hell to eternal salvation. All because these saints were dispersed but not discarded. If you receive that today, would you just right where you are, clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. What an awesome God we serve who would be with us thank you even in the midst of our scattering whose hand would be with us who would stay faithful to his purpose who would supply us with all the power needed to get the product that he wants what an awesome God we serve. And I want to give you the opportunity today, if you are watching right now and you are not sure that you know this God through Jesus Christ, I got to tell you this good news. Check this out. God loved the world so much, that's everybody without exception, that he gave his only begotten son, that's Jesus Christ, that whosoever believes in him, that's anybody without exception, should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's good news. He didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world, but so that the world through him might be saved. And it doesn't matter how 
bad you think you've been, how dirty you think you are, how far you think you've gone, how long you've been out there. Listen, if you are breathing, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus Christ. And you can't get it right with God without Jesus Christ. I know, I hear you. Reverend, let me clean some stuff up in my life and then I'll come. Listen, if you could clean yourself up, you wouldn't need a Savior. But thank God for the blood of Jesus that washes from all sin. Believe and turn to him. Here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he's in charge, that he's running things. You want to make that confession today? Say it with me. Jesus is Lord. The Bible says, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, and thou shalt be saved. What a wonderful Savior he is. Listen, if you're making that confession today, if you want to receive Christ into your heart today, would you shoot us a message? Type something in the chat. Shoot us a direct message that says, I'm giving my life to Jesus today. We'll get in contact with you and help you on this walk because starting today, you are a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things have become new. Send us a message and let us know. We bless God for being our wonderful Savior. Listen, also today, it is the first Sunday of the year and our first opportunity in 2021 to take the Lord's Supper. We, we do this in remembrance of what Jesus has done for us on Calvary. God loved us so much that he gave Jesus in our place See, the wages of sin, the payment for sin is death. And that's what we all deserve because there's not one single one of us who hasn't sinned. But thank God for Jesus who died in our place. He took the punishment for our sin. He died and so we'll never even see death. Oh, don't get me wrong, if the Lord tarries, if he holds out, one day I'm going to slip out of this earth suit, but I'm not going to die. I'm just going to lay it down and go on home. Because of Jesus, we'll never see death, and we get to live with him for all eternity. That's what we remember, that he has washed away our sins. Hopefully most of you picked up your elements yesterday. Or if you have a chance to, to get your elements, you can take with us now. If you have them ready, on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he gave thanks, he took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, this bread is my body given for you. Now take and eat all of it. Likewise, in the same manner, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it to his disciples and said, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for the remission, for the payment for sins. Now take and drink all of it. And 
we thank God for what Jesus has done for us on Calvary. Let me make just a couple of observations and then we'll do as they did when Jesus served them the Last Supper. We'll sing a hymn and we'll go. Uh, I, I am sorry to inform you, sorry for us, rejoicing for her, that one of the saints, Mrs. Eula Gibson, passed this week. I don't have information yet on when her services will be, but would you please keep Brother Felix and that entire Gibson family, would you keep them in your prayers? Also, there are several of the saints among us who are ill with the coronavirus. Would you keep them in your prayers as well? Sister Donna Brown Pitt's daughter, Mercedes, has been in the hospital this week. Keep her in your prayers. I understand that she was moved out of ICU yesterday. Praise God. Sister Betty Joseph has been in the hospital. She had surgery. She had been in ICU. And Sister Erica texts me that they are moving her out of ICU. Thank God. Pastor John Jackson Jr., he's been in the hospital. And uh, they are, they're figuring out what's going on. We want to keep him and his family in our prayers as well. There are several of the saints who need our prayers and although we cannot be together physically the uh, we know that the Lord is able to just send his word and heal all manner of sickness and disease we trust him and we look to him I can't wait until we can be together again I'm watching the Ohio coronavirus website from the state house from the governor I'm watching it daily and when we come from red to yellow, after we've been in yellow for two weeks, we will come back together. And I'll share with you the plan for us coming back together. But uh, that's what we're waiting on, if you're wondering. We're just waiting on the, the, the color-coded system to come down one more step. And then we'll come back together. I am praying because the Lord said when you see all manner of pestilence and when the heavens have been shut up and there is no rain he told us what to do his people called by his name he said if you all move out the way that's Winston translation but the Bible says humble yourselves and pray and seek my face and are you ready for this and turn from your wicked ways those four things he said then I'll hear from heaven I'll forgive their sins and I'll heal their land and we're asking God to do it don't stop praying God is bigger than coronavirus let's see what he does watch him do it watch him do it if you choose to give today you can do so uh, in one of several ways you can give by Givelify if you have that app on your phone just tap give and you're done. You can give by text to give. That number is 937-543-5169.
You can also give by Cash App if you have that app on your phone. The Mount Calvary Cash App handle is dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. If you prefer to put it in somebody's hand, you can drive by uh, Deacon Wortham and, uh, and some of the deacons will be in the parking lot for the next hour or so until about 12.30. You can drive by and put your offering in their glove-covered hands. They will be glad to serve you. I believe that's it for this time, for this first Sunday of the new year. I just want to encourage you to hold on to God's unchanging hand as we get ready to go. I don't know where you've been scattered to. Y'all can go ahead. I don't know where you've been scattered to, but remember, you've been scattered on purpose. You've been scattered with power, and you can look for the product. You got his hand. All right? Come on, sing with me. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Time is filled with swift transitions Not of earth unmoved can stand Build your hopes on things eternal Hold to God's unchanging hand Oh, you ought to hold to his hand God's unchanging hand hold to his hand God's unchanging hand build your hopes on things eternal eternal hold to God's unchanging hand trust in him who will not leave you Whatsoever years may bring If by earthly friends forsaken Still more closely to him cling And when your journey is completed If to God you have been true Your home in glory, your enraptured soul will view. Oh, you ought to hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. Hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. Oh, build your hopes on things eternal. God's unchanging hand. Come on, you sing it. Oh, hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. You just build your hopes on things eternal. Oh, just one more time. Don't let go. Oh, hold. To his hand, God's unchanging hand, oh, hold 
to his hand, God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. God be with you until I see you again. <laughs> 